Welcome to Wellness Force Friday. I'm your host, Josh Trent, and this is a special edition, bite-sized podcast that fuels the start of your weekend with actionable steps for your wellness journey through an inspiring story or message from a trusted influencer that helps us discover the physical and emotional intelligence we need to live life well. If it's your first time listening to the show, make sure you click over to one of our full-length featured episodes to get hundreds more in-depth interviews. All right, let's drop in together for this week's message. So as we explore this physical and emotional intelligence on the Wellness Force Radio and Wellness Force Friday podcast, a common theme that arises for all of us on this wellness journey are the messages we tell ourselves. Those messages can either be based from love and abundance or fear and tension and scarcity. And at the end of the day, it's no surprise at all that the choice of the voice comes from us, which one we listen to, which one we indulge, and which one we recognize is actually in alignment of the wellness and the life that we're worth. You're probably thinking, uh, hello, duh, Josh, I know this. (laughs) And you're right, that's the truth. But in this life, knowing is simply not enough. You know it's true that walking the bridge and embodying the qualities of the knowledge we absorb so that we can actually be these things and show up powerfully in our lives is not always an easy feat. So then what is the actual thing or many things that get in our way that block us from the bridge? One could say it's the memories from our past childhood traumas or just things that happen to us instead of for us. But the crazy part is that in the exact same moment of evil or tension or fear, the exact opposite potential also exists where there is love and potential and possibilities, a potential where in that exact same second, we can choose to step into our power, not in some kumbaya mystic spiritual bypassing kind of a way. But in a way where we decide that we take the first, sometimes scariest step to believing in our deepest core, that we are powerful beyond measure. This truth is 20 times more powerful than any nutrition program or cardiovascular workout. And this is why I'm so excited to bring on Stephanie Quinn, functional athlete and lifestyle coach for one of the most powerful Wellness Force Friday shows to date. Today's show is about knowing and embodying our truth. Because as Marianne Williamson says, our deepest fear, it's not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Let's drop in with Stephanie Quinn. My guest today on Wellness Force Friday is a functional athlete and lifestyle coach with a deep dedication to helping people create and maintain a healthy and functionally active and meaningful life. Health and wellness leader Stephanie Quinn is joining us today for her story and message. After years of feeling unhappy and being unhealthy as an actress and model, Stephanie changed her life and found her calling and helping others find their flow. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. I've been looking so forward to this. You know, I got the pleasure of meeting you at Paleo FX in Texas, which it was hotter than a firecracker. Is it always hot in Texas like that? You know, it, it isn't, but I like to say that it is because it's hot so often that you forget about the days when you get a little bit of a chill. <laughs> it's right <laughs> yeah. now, it's really, really hot. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I'm so excited to dive in today with is no matter our environment, the weather, no matter what's going on with us, we are all powerful beyond measure. Tell us, for those of us that don't know about you, Stephanie, tell us what's your brand message. So my brand message exists around expanding and updating the concept of fitness and what that really means. You know, in in coaching and lifestyle branding and, and things like that, people are really focused on physical appearance. They think that physical appearance and looking a certain way and ideal to them equals fitness and wellness and health. Yeah. And to me, that's not what it's about at all. So um, I work to connect three pieces in wellness around physical, nutritional, and mental fitness. They're equal parts of a whole, and it's important that we address all three. So it's not just about functionality and physicality. It's about, you know, your 
positive self-talk and it's about good nutrition and, you know, creating a whole through all three of those approaches. They're very important. So many people, they just focus on how they look, right? I want to be sexy for my wedding dress. I want to be sexy for the summertime. But as we pull back the curtain on the deeper truth, the mental aspect, I love that you mentioned that because one of the things I know about you is you have this really popular group on Facebook, which we will link in the show notes today. It's called Groundbreakers. Can you tell us why you formulated Groundbreakers? What's Groundbreakers all about? Groundbreakers was actually an accident. I do 30-day monthly challenges on top of regular workouts just to push myself a little bit or be silly. And I started the group with just a couple of friends and we were doing a burpee challenge. And now we're up over 8,000 members and that's organic growth of people jumping in and wanting to do these challenges. And I found just through my own activities that people were finding inspiration in that and finding movement in that. And it has grown into such an amazing wonderful, inspiring group of people that are, you know, trying to better themselves and, and looking for information. They're seeking people and it's really awesome to be connected. I'm inspired, you know, by their progress and, um, and change and ability to kind of take a step back from, from themselves and the habits that they formed and, and rebuild a little bit. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned this part about taking a step back from themselves, because this is a concept we've explored a lot on the show. One of the things I know from meeting you and being a part of Groundbreakers is this is a no boundaries collective. Yeah. So these are people that, you know, we're not trying to put labels on anyone here. No. Everyone's fitness flow is different for them. How would you define your fitness flow? I mean, tell us a little bit more about who you are and why you do what you do stuff. I do what I do because I was at one time pretty unhealthy. I was very underweight. I was not taking great care of myself. I had sort of given in to an ideal set forth by an energy that wasn't my own. And I finally got to a space and a place with myself where I started asking questions, which I think is one of the the greatest jumping off points for change. If you're asking yourself questions, you should really listen to that. Mm. Why am I doing this? Why do I feel bad? Why am I unhappy? And so I started seeking answers and I started out with a physical transformation. But what grew from that was questioning everything that was happening on the inside, my inner voice and the way that I felt and continued to grow. And so it's important to me through that journey to share that message and to hear other people's stories and let that help inspire me to continue growing and getting better. I want that for everyone. Yeah, well, we're going to have to get way deeper. I want to know more about this origin story because you're an actress, you're a model. Mm -hmm. At some point, things took a turn. I feel really honored that you're sharing this story with us because this is the first time you're putting it out there to the iTunes world. Can you give us a snapshot of this origin story? What was the timeline that led you up to being of service with Groundbreakers and more? Gosh, so many things. It feels like it happened really fast, but I don't think it did. You know, it was over time. Just to give you an idea for where I was. I'm, I'm five foot seven. I'm not a short person and I weighed 109 pounds and I didn't feel good. And that was just lifestyle. It was traveling and being very busy and needing to fit into certain sizes or whatever it was. I won't, you know, attach it to anything other than just, you know, a lifestyle that wasn't the best. And I decided I wanted to explore my deeper self and see how strong I was and what I could accomplish. And I signed up, I hired a trainer and signed up for this 90 day weightlifting challenge. I never lifted weights in my life. And I started out at 109 pounds. And at the end of it, I was 118 pounds and that was all muscle. And I felt so strong and so capable and so much better about myself 
And then I tried to go back to work and I was immediately fired by every contract that I had because I was too big. Wow. I'm putting that in quotations because it's it's hard to even say that. I was too big. I was fired. And so, of course, immediately felt very knocked down by that and very rejected by it. And I started using some of the tools that I implement in my coaching today. And that is redefining that in my own mind for myself. Why did I feel rejected and who was rejecting me and where was the rejection coming from? And I had power over that. That was me rejecting myself. And I decided to turn that around and embrace myself and love myself and give into those good feelings. I love that you mentioned giving into the good feelings because sometimes mm -hmm. when people are changing their narrative, they feel like, oh, I have to give up something to actually mm -hmm. gain something else. But I think verbiage is a big deal. Instead of giving up something, didn't you really just give in to what the truth was? I mean, what was your real truth at that time? The deepest truth you had then? It meant more to me to figure out who I was and to give that girl's space to be that rather than working so hard to be something that I felt I was expected to be or I felt would bring me the most acceptance from my peers or get more work for me when really it's so important to just figure out who you are and then love that person and everything else sort of falls away and falls into place at the same time in that process. There's somebody listening and this weekend, they're either doing a step challenge, they're doing a Spartan race, they're taking on a healthy nutrition program, whatever it is. What is the real message that people can feel from your story, this changing of the narrative and really being more aware, taking action and then adjusting over the course of time? Yeah, it's, it's really easy to you know, listen to stories like this or look at people who are in your perception on the other side of, you know, getting where you want to be already or being ahead of you. And it's easy to listen and say, oh, that's, that's great. And that's a good positive message where things start to fall apart is on the execution. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, it's good in theory, but you actually have to do it. Um, you've got to let those, let your inner voice come through. And instead of just hearing it, really listen to it take small steps. You're the boss of your brain. That is such a simple message, but you are. If we, if we stop the conversation right now and I say, hey, Josh, close your eyes for a second and picture a gray elephant, a giant gray elephant, and he's standing in front of you and he has big floppy ears and huge feet and his trunk's waving around. You can see that image. So you've stopped. You've stopped your thought process and you've stopped everything you're doing. And now there's an elephant in front of you. Yeah. You have the power to do that. And that's what it boils down to. You can stop the negative thoughts and you can stop the bad habits. And it's not easy and it doesn't happen overnight. But if you continue working on that and practicing being the boss of your brain rather than letting it rule the day for you, you're going to find that there's a lot of change that happens pretty quickly. You shared a mantra with me and I want to get to it in a second because it's one of the most powerful ones I've heard. But I want to go back real quick because I think the narrative that you changed in your story going from 109 and then being at 118 and mm -hmm. having to let go of an old layer of skin. I mean, what did that feel like to have to let go of a previous identity and step into a new one? Because a lot of people deal with this. It's still hard. I'm still working and by the way, I'm 130 pounds now. I'm happy to say it. I feel really good. <laughs> I feel strong and I feel healthy. And yes. so it's, you know, it's been a long journey and I've continued that journey. Um, but it, it is hard. I have to make adjustments and I have to call myself out sometimes and I have to realize hard truths. You know, there are core things about myself that cause me to be maybe vulnerable to what people think about me or 
I battle with insecurity like a lot of everyone. I feel like everyone does. I've never met someone who said, gosh, I never feel insecure. I never feel weak. Oprah doesn't have it figured out either. Right. Right. Nobody has it figured out. It, it's a process. So I feel, you know, 100 times better than I did when I was that 109 pound girl. But the exploration isn't over. It doesn't end. And I continue. And I do that by surrounding myself with great people and seeking great support systems and attaching yeah. to people who are better than me in areas where I, I tend not to be great. And I have to, I have to adjust. I have to adjust my self-talk and be very careful and believe in myself, which is sometimes one of the most difficult things, Yes, but it's important. And the mantra that you have, which I love it so much, but I want you to share it with the wellness force community. What is this mantra? Because the narrative comes up, we encounter stress and roadblocks and things get in the way of like this beautiful person that we really are. What's the narrative you tell yourself in those moments? Thank you. It boils down to gratitude. You know, I'm in a lot of situations with athletics and with physical discomfort and it's really easy to be like, well, I'm just going to lay down now because this does not feel good on my body. It's a struggle. And I take a second and I'm like, how freaking lucky am I to be in this situation? There's air in my lungs. I can move my legs. I have the ability to continue moving. Even though it's difficult, that isn't the end of it. You don't stop when things get difficult. You push through and get to the other side. And that's where the growth is. And that's where the goodness is. And I've had so many great emotional moments around that where you come through a miserable experience that you, you know, you're looking back and you're like, how did I do that? You realize you did do that. You can do that. So mm. an attitude of gratitude all the way, be glad for what you have and be thankful to feel those moments. It can't all feel good all the time. Then there's, you know, you have to have the opposite push and pull to be grateful about the good things. And you can be just as equally grateful about the, the tough things. It's all part of it. As an influencer, I mean, you're dealing with people every day, all day, online, offline, in person, this changing of the narrative, this changing of the conversation. How do you shift it personally when something comes up and you can't see the challenge as an opportunity to grow? How do you shift yourself into seeing it in a new perspective? You just keep practicing and it never goes away. We're never going to have, you know, no negative self-talk or no bad feelings or bad days or bad moods. It's always going to be there, yeah. but you wake up in the morning and you focus on being better, whatever that means. Hey, I didn't drink enough water yesterday. That's going to be my focus today to have that extra glass of water or not raise my voice when I get frustrated and take a step back and take those three slow, deep, calming breaths and recenter myself and really look at the situation. And rather than having an emotional reaction, think through what's happening and figure out how to do it better. So we all pull from this power that you talk about. We're powerful beyond measure. That's the message today. Where do we pull that power from? I mean, where's the origin of the personal power? We're getting real deep today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so deep. Desire to be better. You have to want it. If you don't want to be better, then you know, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do the difficult things. But I think once once people start feeling what better is for them, you crave it. It's the same thing as the great endorphins you get after a workout. It's hard to get going when you haven't worked out or been physical in a really long time. Those first few times are, are really tough and miserable. And then you start getting those really great endorphins, which sort of creates the addiction and the attachment to that for your body to want more and yeah. fuel your brain in a really good way. And it's the same thing with 
being positive. If you choose to be negative about everything yourself or other people or the attitude of the world's against me or I'm never going to get there, you'll get there. You can get there. Again, you're the boss of your own brain. You make that decision. You're the one with all the power. What is your deeper why? Uh, a why that possibly might well up tears in you. I mean, what is something that you really want to change in this health and wellness world? I want people to be happier. Not just happy, but happier. I want the life journey to be about seeking better all the time because I believe that it exists. And I believe that we have the power to support everyone around us. And if we do that, everything and everyone will be better and people will be I want people to be happy to know me and to have encountered me. And I want to leave a legacy of goodness. And I'm not good all the time. And I'm certainly great, you know, fewer situations than that. But I try really hard and I want to make that impact. And I want to make people's days better and improve their lives and show them that it's totally possible. And I don't have, you know, the worst struggle story of all time, but everybody's struggles are equally struggles. It's difficult. Yeah. No matter where you're coming from. This brings up something for me because in my life I have at 22, I just shared this recently on social. I pretty much starve myself. I mean, I, yeah. I ate 1500 calories a day. I remember I was eating like cans of tuna in my igloo and I would take them to work <laughs> and uh, I lost 80 pounds in two months and then gained back, I think 40 or 60 in four, four to six months. So this is something that we all just get to take a deep breath on and no matter where you you are on your journey today, listen to Steph. I mean, creating the support and fortifying your environment emotionally, spiritually, and physically, like doing meetup groups, joining the Groundbreakers group. Steph, how important is community for wellness? And essentially, how would you define wellness? What does wellness mean to you? Wellness means something different to me almost on a daily basis. I think overall wellness is, again, having having those three parts, your mental, if you want to call it mental fitness, it's a really good way to frame it up. Good nutrition and good physicality. You need all three of those pieces working together to sort of propel the machine. And having a support system and having community is really important. You know, it's scary to talk about not being your best or, you know, I look at myself at 109 pounds. It's hard to look at that. You know, it's not something you get excited to share about your worst days and the things that you do that aren't healthy, but you find the more that you share that, that people will relate to you and will have their own stories. And if you open up, they will open up and suddenly you feel less isolated in the things that make you feel ashamed or vulnerable. You know, those things really don't matter. Share them, get support around it and then move on from it and shed that skin and let it go. This is what I'm feeling from you. It's in the sharing of our deepest, darkest, quote, quote, secrets, which is really what everyone deals with. Everybody's got secrets. Yeah. This is what creates that clear connection between the power beyond measure that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I feel like so many people try to be, quote, perfect, mm -hmm. but that's the, actually what's kind of stifles their power. Do you agree? Yeah, it's a miserable place to be. I tried that road. I can tell you it's not, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like to other people. It matters how you feel inside. and go ahead and and try just breaking down and cracking open and letting your real self you know put it out lay it out on the table and let people see it yes and people are going to walk over and hold your hand and give you hugs and talk you through it and make it okay and help you to be better if you don't share it and you keep it inside you know there's no way to get through it and who wants to carry that around find happiness. And by sharing openly and honestly, you actually relate to other humans who are dealing yeah. with the same thing. It's almost like perfection. Yeah. Uh, someone talked about this recently. Being perfect is fear with different clothes. 
Oh, I love that. Wow. How powerful is that? And it's so true. And, you know, people like you around your sharing, it's easy to look at someone like you who is thoughtful and educated and working so hard and seeking. And people look at that and they view you as being on the other side. So you're less relatable there. So when you share the parts about your journey and your current struggles and the fact that that continues and it doesn't go away, people frame that up as failure. It's like I'm still having these negative thoughts or I still don't look like another person that I would like to look like. And that's not failure, it's growth. And I think learning to recognize the growth, that's such a big deal. And you're helping to propel that message. It's important. Oh my God, Steph, this is the ultimate gem of our conversation. The power that people can have every single day is by actually sharing their journey, not so waiting till the end, till they're perfect. And they can talk about, oh, well, look, I'm where I am now because I experienced all this hardship. Like share the hardship while you're going through it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest piece here. What is one thing that somebody can do this weekend? You know, they're listening to this. They're feeling like, wow, stuff is making me want to go outside in the sun and go for a run. (laughs) Besides that though, what's one thing they can do to take some inspired action this weekend? Be aware. That's it. Just be aware. Listen to what you're saying. Listen to the words that you're using and try to take action on some of the things that you feel you haven't. Practice. Take little steps. I don't expect you to, you know, jump on the radio and start airing out all your dirty laundry and and expect it to make you feel better. That's not how it works. It's about reaching out and, you know, reach out and tell somebody that you don't tell enough that you care about them send a really nice text, hug somebody, hold a door, smile. And, you know, it's really easy to, to think positive thoughts when we're feeling positively. The challenge comes in when we're not feeling all that positive and doing positive things, being positive in our actions towards others and being very gentle with ourselves. So if you hear yourself, you know, walking around and running errands and you're frazzled and you're beating yourself up over being late or not getting to the gym or whatever it is, Mm. stop and take three focused deep breaths and reset and look at the positive things that are happening. Tell yourself something nice, smile when you don't feel like it. It really, it changes everything very quickly. So you have to take action. That's the only way. Stephanie, thank you so much for reminding us about the truth that the breath is always there and we always have control. Just like when you made me do the elephant picturing in my brain, (laughs) this is the truth. Everyone can go to ibreakground.com, but how else can we support you? I mean, we're at this intersection together of emotional and physical intelligence. What can we do to support you and your message? Keep the conversation going. Reach out. Please feel free to reach out to me, everybody on Facebook. Jump into the Facebook group. Groundbreakers were really easy to find. You can go to the website. I'm always available on social media, Instagram, we're Groundbreakers ATX, and I'm She's So Quinn. Say hi, share your stories, interact with the group. It's such an amazing bunch of people to be involved with. Our challenges are, are fun. But yeah, keep the conversation going and, and support each other. And if you see somebody trying to do something great, help them out. Mm. Lend a hand. This is so fun, Steph. And it's been such a joy to be able to get to know you. And I'm looking forward to all the things we're going to create together in 2017 and 2018. We'll post this interview in your group. People can comment there and definitely like, let's keep this conversation going. We talk so much about power and where it comes from. Do you feel like there's anything we missed, Steph, about either your story or how to generate this power, like a power plant? There are so many things, you know, to talk about, and we could probably do this for hours, but do a whole at the show, end of yeah. the day, it's all about the ABBs, always be better, 
have an attitude of gratitude and be kind to yourself. Those are really great starting points for almost anything that you want to do, even if it's just having a better day. Stephanie Quinn, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for listening to the show. If you're ready to take inspired action from this week's Wellness Force Friday podcast, let me hear your voice. Tap your show artwork, click the link in purple that says review this podcast, write down your thoughts about this episode and what you're committed to creating this weekend and into the next. Don't let this conversation stop here. In your same show artwork, tap on the link that says join the Facebook group for added accountability and connection to support the physical and emotional wellness for the collective and ourselves. Okay, now you get to go out into your world and create impact for the people you care about. So until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.